Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 21st of June and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. What is in a dot? Markets last week were dominated really by just one event, the meeting of the US Federal Reserve on Wednesday, which rather caught investors on the hop. The Federal Reserve updates its economic and interest rate forecasts once a quarter, and these were the source of the surprise. The infamous dot plot showed 13 out of the 18 Federal Reserve members now projecting one or more rate increases by end 2023. And this is up from seven back in March. More importantly, the median forecast is now for two rate hikes in 2023 versus none before. This shift accompanied a substantial up revision of the Fed's inflation forecast for this year to 3% on the back of the surge we've already seen in April and May. The Fed however continues to believe the bulk of this rise will be temporary and actually left its central forecast for next year broadly unchanged at 2.1%. Fed Chair Powell was also at pains to emphasise the dot plot just represents the forecasts of individual members, is not an official Fed forecast and should be taken with a big grain of salt because of the uncertainties. Indeed, the spread of the members' forecasts is striking. Five Fed members are forecasting four or more rate hikes by end 2023, at the same time as another five expect absolutely no change in rates at all. The bottom line is that the first US rate hike now looks set for 2023 rather than 2024. A more immediate issue is whether the start of quantitative easing tapering has also been brought forward and the answer is probably not. The Fed is now talking about tapering rather than just talking about talking about tapering, but that is as far as it goes. It should spell out its plans over coming months, and most likely the start date remains early next year. So how did the markets react to all of this? Starting with bonds, 10-year US Treasury yields somewhat surprisingly ended the week little changed at 1.45%, despite the Fed shock. However, the yield curve did flatten significantly. Yields on shorter dated bonds rose due to expectations of rather earlier Fed tightening, while those on the longest dated bonds fell due to reduced worries of a major sustained inflation overshoot. The market has in fact not really believed the Fed for a while and for several months has been pricing in two rate hikes by end 2023. Now, it has once again moved ahead of the Fed and is building in three hikes. Even so, we continue to believe that yields will head higher later this year, albeit not by a massive amount. As for other asset classes, the dollar bounced, reversing its losses of recent weeks, and the gold price dropped, unwinding its gains of late. Neither move was really a big surprise, and we don't expect either to be sustained for too long. Moving on to equities, the overall reaction was limited. 
with global markets down some 1.2% in local currency terms over the week. But the impact at the sector or stock level was considerably more pronounced, with this year's reflation trade going into reverse. Cyclicals underperformed technology and defensives, while value stocks lagged growth stocks. We believe this is just a temporary setback for the rotation into value. We plan to use the opportunity to increase our exposure to this area and the more cyclical sectors such as materials, energy and financials. At the end of the day, the shift in Fed policy is not really that great and the environment over coming months remains one of strong growth, increased inflation pressure and rising bond yields. All factors supportive of these areas of the market. Moving on to the UK, UK equities suffered last week, both from the move out of value and a fall in the pound against a stronger dollar to $1.138. However, with both factors expected to be only temporary, the UK remains one of our favoured markets. Meanwhile, UK inflation, UK inflation surprised on the upside in May, rising to 2.1% from 1.5% and looks set to head up to 3% or so later this year. But the Bank of England, just like the Fed, believes the current pickup is temporary and it is unlikely to prompt a significant policy change. Compared to the Fed meeting, the MPC get-together this Thursday looks set to be a rather dull affair. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening and I'll be back again next week. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.